When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Source One Michiana and Roaring Light Radio. Welcome to Roaring Light, your daily dose of Michiana community news and independent Christian artist music to get you going through the day. Roaring Light hosts are myself, Olivia Keith Hughes, Sylvia Stark, Rachel Kleckner, Pastor Joel Irvin, and Ron Barash. The Public News Service Daily Newscast, October the 24th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. The midterm election will be the first since New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu signed one of the nation's strictest abortion bans. And voting rights advocates say it is one of the biggest reasons younger people plan to vote next month. At UNH, Dartmouth, and Plymouth State, organizers say students are increasingly asking about statewide and local races as well, and they want to know where those candidates stand on issues of LGBTQ rights and student debt relief. Ava Ford with the New Hampshire Youth Movement thinks older voters often assume young people are just checked out. So maybe they think that the 20-something eating their avocado toast isn't paying attention to their local state rep race, but they might not know that that young person would care. Like, that young person probably does care. Ford says young voters are well-versed in national politics, but they often struggle to find good resources on local candidates or the time to learn about them between the demands of work and school. I'm Catherine Carley reporting. More than 80 young candidates are on next month's statewide New Hampshire ballot, including some running for county office, sheriff, and state representative seats. And in the past few years, the LGBTQ community has watched hard-won rights erode. From Florida's so-called don't-say-gay legislation to approved investigations of parents of transgender use in Texas, states have passed laws to undermine the rights of countless Americans. Equality New Mexico Director Marshall Martinez says the outsized reaction is frightening. We're sitting in, from what I can tell, one of the most dangerous times for LGBTQ people since the 60s and earlier. In terms of attacks and folks feeling like they have to go back into the closet and young people facing mental health crises. In overturning constitutional protections for abortion, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas suggested the court should also look at the 2015 case that legalized gay marriage. 
I'm Roz Brown. In New Mexico, the Democratic governor, Michelle Luan Grisham, who has consistently advocated for LGBTQ rights, faces Republican Mark Ronchetti, a former TV weatherman, on next month's ballot. Now from the New York Times, at the dawn of Donald Trump's presidency, his family businesses appeared poised for a windfall. It unveiled new hotel lines, held ribbon cuttings around the world, and attracted major tournaments to its golf clubs. Five years later, those stars have faded, the former president's company grappling with legal and political scrutiny. The New York Times reports this week will drive home the stark reversal as the company faces a highly public reckoning, a criminal trial in Manhattan, where the DA will accuse it of tax fraud and other crimes. This is PNS. Now to the Sunshine State and the race for governor, where Democratic nominee Charlie Crisp picked the top teachers union rep in Florida's largest public school district as his running mate. Carla Hernandez-Matz is a special education teacher and first-generation American-born to Honduran immigrants. Despite being well-known in education circles, her pick as a running mate is seen as a wild card, according to Dr. Susan McManus, a political science professor at the University of South Florida. The difficulty is that she's just not getting a lot of exposure and people don't know who she is. And she may be well-known down in South Florida, but she's not well-known in the rest of the state. However, teachers are rallying to change that and think her background will impress the large Hispanic voting bloc in the state. McManus says that tactic worked for Governor Ron DeSantis when he picked Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez. Education issues such as parental rights, school boards, and teachers' unions have become a focus in the race between DeSantis and Christ. I'm Tremel Gomes. Conservationists and private landowners are teaming up to protect Wyoming's iconic big game. Eric Gladys has more. Governor Mark Gordon has signed on to a new pilot program in partnership with the USDA that aims to support Wyoming farmers and ranchers whose operations provide wildlife habitat as elk, mule, deer, pronghorn, and other big game travel between winter and summer ranges. Leslie Allison with the Western Landowners Alliance says the program can help ease pressures facing some producers to sell off lands for development and keep large tracts of Wyoming's working lands intact. This partnership understands that we need to support what's working. We need to support keeping the lands open that are already allowing wildlife to use them for these migration corridors. Finally, our Brett Pivotal lets us know two Illinois institutions of higher learning are joining forces to create more options for nursing students. Malcolm X College and the Mennonite College of Nursing at Illinois State University have announced a new academic partnership to enable MXC students to pursue a Bachelor of Science in Nursing. The RN to BSN program provides MXC students with dual enrollment in the ISU program and allows them to get credit towards a BSN degree while taking classes through Malcolm X College. Formerly MXC nursing students only had access to an associate's degree in nursing. MXC Nursing School Dean Tammy Scott Brand says the BSN BSN degree offers students better opportunities within the nursing job market. Having the Bachelor's of Nursing is usually unquestionable when it comes to magnet institutions, those institutions that are pursuing magnet status. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for starting your week with Public News Service. Remember, endless are supported. On a great radio station's your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. This is Russell, filling in for Olivia. How are you doing? 
Jeff Hamilton's podcast last Friday had a great number of listens. If you missed it, please see our Friday link. Coming up, Keith has comments on the drag event at the well as well, no pun intended, as the upcoming election in two weeks. Let's get going for Monday with your weather forecast. Monday. Partly sunny, with a high near 75. South wind around 15 mph, with gusts as high as 25 mph. Monday night. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 56. South wind around 15 mph, with gusts as high as 20 mph. Tuesday. Showers, mainly after 2 p.m., high near 68. South wind around 10 mph, with gusts as high as 20 mph. Chance of precipitation is 80%. New precipitation amounts between a tenth and quarter of an inch possible.
Monday. This is Keith from News Source One, Michiana. We're hoping you enjoying this podcast of Roaring Light. We had a good number of folks that listened compared to previous times to Jeff Hamilton and his wonderful ministry music on Friday. And I just want to thank all of you who tuned in. If you haven't got a chance to hear his great songs and the new track that says God Says You Can, please listen to it. We got a number of them all in our library. I want to take time here to uh, focus on the upcoming election. Yeah, we're getting close. It's coming up in November, and New Source 1 Michiana is going to be bringing you the election results um, here on our Facebook page for New Source 1. So uh, sign up if you haven't yet done so already. Um, but I want to I wanna start off with some uh, Michiana happenings that occurred. And uh, the biggest one you may or may not be aware of was there's a bar in South Bend called The Well. It's uh, a LGBTQ uh, hangout. And they hosted a drag show and a drag show is men dressing up in female clothing looking like ladies instead of like guys and on uh, the day of the there was a protest recently and one of our christian warriors tom tecker was a part of the protest um witnessing very wisely to those across the street in south bend who were wanting to check out the drag show and kind of thumbing their nose at us believers in the Lord. But during the protest, and I have to say kudos to Tom standing up and preaching the word and and bringing the light into the darkness. Great job to you, Tom. However, good works of Christian evangelists such as Tom Tecker who are there, I felt were being diminished because of the Proud Boys showing up. And it was reported in the news that the Proud Boys showed up. And if we've been listening to the situation with January 6, 2021, we know that the Proud Boys were part of the insurrection, riots. And when I read that, I was pretty dismayed, and I was thinking, gee... 
Groups like the Proud Boys, they have no business in Michiana. The Oath Keepers, they have no business in Michiana. And these right-wing extremist organizations that were a part, and a big part of January 6, 2021, those organizations were bringing down the good Christian work of the evangelists who were there sharing the light of Christ and the love of Christ in the darkness there at the well. And I just pray and asking you to please pray for our Christian brothers and sisters who are evangelists that they will be strong and if these other groups show up to try to assist that they can show Christian love and say we've got this covered with the Lord's power we don't need you here we don't want to be inadvertently associated with those groups because that's one concern that I have is great evangelists might have been associated wrongly with these organizations that like to cause trouble and have caused trouble. So we just pray that these extremist organizations don't show up again and that Christian brothers and sisters and warriors will continue to be strong in the faith, continue to share the light of Christ in the darkness, and that these events will be stopped. So I'm done with talking about that. And again, kudos to Tom for bringing that light of Christ into that darkness. But I also want to say I've been hearing some other things, too, on the Michigan side, protesting against Proposal 2, which would have banned IDs at voting centers. I support the idea of, of IDs at voting centers. It's no big deal. I've go to vote, I have to show that ID. And I think it's a, a good thing to do, in my opinion. You may see it differently, but that's the way I feel. So I, too, say, if I was to live in Michigan, I would vote against that proposal, too. But another one that has come up is this Proposal 3 up there in Michigan, allowing youngsters to be able to get drugs that would be used for sex changes and to not have to go through parental blessings and other hoops to get access to those uh, major changing medications. Um, I think it's wrong. I, I couldn't believe what I heard. My friends couldn't believe what they heard. And I ask that you as Christians, fellow Christians in the Lord, also vote that down if you were in Michigan. I can't vote against it because I live in Indiana, but uh, I too support the idea of saying no. Uh, you know, a sex change is a big thing and youngsters don't have the true understanding of what it is that they're making that choice. 
They might think it one way, but they haven't thought it all the way out. So if you're up in Michigan, uh, say no to both. And in conclusion on this Michiana soapbox of mine in this segment, I know I'm going to be voting here one more time here in the state of Indiana before I shove off to Tennessee. And I'm going to be voting my conscience, but I'm also going to be voting for people who stand up for the truth. I'm also going to be voting for those candidates that haven't been brainwashed by Donald Trump or any associate with the Trumpies. Yes, there will be some Republicans that I will vote for, but it will not be those Republicans that believe in Trump. I did vote for Republicans in 2020 and then found out after the fact how they were really siding with him. I'm going to be a lot more on top of things in my vote in 2022, and I ask that you vote too to vote. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat. I'm not going to say which side I'm definitely going to vote for, but I will definitely say this. If any candidate that's on that ballot believes in an election rig that was not true, and any other things that Trump stood for and spewed out, they won't get my vote. And I ask that you and Michiana vote based on the truth and prevent another January 6th craziness from happening. Well, that's it for me. Let's turn things over to Sylvia with some Michiana happenings and back to music. Fort Wayne area. If you know someone that lives in Fort Wayne, here is an event just for you, specifically for our teens. They will have a teen skate on October 29th from 8.30 p.m. to 10 o'clock p.m. And that will be located at 3869 Ice Way, which is a sports one slash park view ice house. And it will cost $8 for admission and $3 for skate rental. If you know any teens in the front area that are interested in teen skate, head on down to Sports One Parkview Ice House on October 29th. Take care. Here is an urgent plea from the Humane Society of Elkhart County. They are saying, Our kettles and cages are full. It has been a year of increased stray animals coming into ESH. S-E-C. Our staff does a fantastic job getting animals into rescue and adoptive homes. Unfortunately, we are running out of room now, and it's critical to get some animals adopted into foster homes to make room for animals coming into the shelter. We encourage community members to meet our animals and consider adopting or fostering animals. There is also a second part of a request. We have a pet food pantry program to provide pet food to Elkhart County community members in need. The demands for assistance have been crazy. We have had 622 requests for help since the beginning of the year, with 490 of those pets since June 1st. 
Keeping animals in their homes with their families will also help us reduce the number of animals being surrendered to Humane Society in Elkhart County. We have depleted our food supply for community assistance and need to restock. We are asking for donations of any brand's size of dry cat and dog food to help keep up with increased requests. Through Monday, October 31st, we are waiving adoption fees on all animals with a donation of dry cat food to our pet food pantry. If you prefer, we are lowering the adoption fee to $5 for, for all available adoption animals. Additional care donations can be sent through our website. Cat and dog food can be purchased through your favorite online supplier and dropped off at our shelter. As always, we thank you. We thank everyone for the support. It takes a team to keep animals safe. For more information, you can contact them at 574 475 4732. You can also hit them at email info at They have also on their website will have the wish do- donation and wish list info as well as the foster and volunteer info. Take care and hope you are able to support the animals in need. Yeah, the first time I ever felt your love, it was crazy One of the only ones I never felt was trying to play me The player tight, I kept a bag of tricks up my sleeve Slicker than my Uncle Paul, but smooth like my Uncle Cleve Humble like my Aunt Linda, bold like my Aunt Lean Real like the late Betty Ruth, it's a Taylor thing See, I was wild and out like Nick when I took the cannon Treated like collateral damage due to life circumstances I didn't know what love was until I felt your presence Fully captivated, saturated like a mother Slide. Never thought I'd see another tear fall from my eyes Up until that point, man, I never seen a thug cry He showed me crazy love when I was pushing crazy drugs Didn't care, death in my stare with a shoulder shrug Cold-hearted women I dated, often contemplated If I would make it to C21, cause I was complicated But motivated to chasing them cow faces Everything else outside of good sex was overrated I was fascinated by foreign cars incarcerated With dreams of being a porn star it all Faded when God started convicting my heart to be a Christian I was so different, became allergic to religion I was sized up, they didn't like me rapping gospel I was fired up, they couldn't stand my way of living I was in the kitchen, backing up weed And 12-12s on my mom's dishes Ducking and dodging a trip to prison In and out of court, drug charges Won't stick and judges nitpicking Screw facing, I blew cases Yeah, he still saved me That's why my love for him is still crazy Placed me on the winning team and promised he would never trade me That's why my love for him is still crazy Place me on the winning team and promise he would never trade me
with a fool too many times I've been a fool on the radio I needed someone just to show Been waiting for the show Stolen cars fill my home Window of heaven is coming over me I hear the sound in a broken melody Welcome again to Happy and Whole in Him. I'm Joel of Heart City Church. In Mark 12, Jesus is asked a political question. Verse 13, They sent to him, Jesus, some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion, for you're not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them, or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius, and let me look at it. And they brought one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's and they marveled at him. Now the Herodians and Pharisees are odd bedfellows, as surprising as Republicans and Democrats coming together, since these two groups have the opposite positions on more than just this tax. And they're essentially asking Jesus whose side he's on. It'd be like today, Jesus, 
Are you with the Republicans or are you with the Democrats? Though this is as much a religious question as a political one. It is a political in this particular tax actually funded Rome's occupation. The Herodians approved it because they were Israel's pro-Rome party. The Pharisees were the people's party, pro-Israel we might say. So they hated this tax because Rome had them in bondage, but more because God's law forbid the making of images. For them, it was also a religious question. Caesar's image stared out from every coin that Rome demanded. One side saying Caesar was son of the divine, the other that he was high priest, which could hardly be more offensive to God-fearing Jews. In fact, when the tax was first imposed, a fellow named Judas started a revolt. Do you see the trap here? If Jesus says, don't pay the tax, he'll look like an insurrectionist, and the Herodians will report him to Rome as a threat. If Jesus says, pay the tax, he'll lose the people's support and the Pharisees can arrest him. So with the crowd looking on, Jesus puts them on the spot by saying, I don't have one on me. Uh, any of you happen to be carrying graven images in the temple? And consider then that greater hypocrisy is Jesus, the son of the divine and high priest, stares at this image of another one claiming the same. And then Jesus says to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Jesus answers that there is no opposition between Caesar and God. You are obligated to both. And folks marvel because they thought paying the tax was giving allegiance to Caesar. But Jesus doesn't say pay Caesar. It is render or repay to Caesar what is his. In other words, the coin was not your money in the first place. Do you think this way about your money? Jesus says the things that bear America's handiwork, like cash money, or more streets and sidewalks, safety measures, for better or for worse, they are all Caesar's, and Caesar should be repaid. This means we cannot be complacent in the land that God has placed us. We are to be invested by helping neighbors, obeying laws in the Lord, and paying our taxes. And we are to repay to God everything bearing His image, which is us. We're made in His image, so we're to repay God with our lives, recognizing our first allegiance is to Him, which also means Caesar owes his life to God too. Both political parties today must answer to God for their lives. So we can repay to whoever wins what is rightly theirs, even when we don't like it, confident that God is over every ruler, and he's actually the one who puts them over us. Let me ask, do you live with that bigger perspective? Or do we make the leaders of this age out to be really big and our eternal God out to be small? I'm not saying we should never get angry or take action over evils that rulers commit. And we may even face persecution when the left or the right has power. But Christians live anxiety-free because we hold our American citizenship very lightly, recognizing with Paul that our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body by the power that enables Him even to subject all things to Himself. Philippians 3. You see how Jesus' return and our resurrection life to come encourages us to live as those who are just passing through this age? So as those on our way to glory, we follow Jesus, who did not reach glory by grasping for power, 
but Christ spread his arms on the hardwood of the cross and opened to us the kingdom of God. The foolishness of the cross subverts all political machinations of this age. So pledge allegiance to a cross-bearing Messiah who says he's not a Republican or a Democrat. And don't put yourselves in the little box of this party or that. Don't put black hats on one and white hats on the other. Don't buy into a lesser of two evils argument. If you've been raised with Christ, you have a bigger perspective at the ballot box. Give glory to God if your candidate wins or loses because you trust in the absolute monarchy of King Jesus, who for a little while calls us to honor and repay the rulers of this age. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we praise you that through your victory, you've restrained and conquered all of our enemies. Forgive us for failing to recognize your reign over all things. We pray for our leaders and for our future leaders that you will overrule the folly of their hearts and lead them to rule this people in the fear of you. Amen. Broadband internet has become a necessity for Americans to stay connected, but almost one million Michigan residents don't have access or face significant barriers to high-speed service. The Communication Workers of America and Microsoft recently launched Get Connected, an initiative to boost enrollment in the Affordable Connectivity Program, providing monthly discounts for eligible customers. The program's cross-country tour will be in Detroit Friday to host a resource fair. Misty Robertson, the CWA's broadband director, says the program subsidizes internet service for families with limited resources. The Affordable Connectivity Program, which helps folks that are on things like WIC, Social Security Disability, getting Pell Grants, living in a housing authority, or collecting SNAP benefits with their internet cost. It helps them by giving a $30 a month discount off their internet bill. Robertson says funding for the broadband expansion comes from the bipartisan infrastructure law, which provides a $65 billion investment to bring affordable high-speed Internet to all communities across the United States. The Detroit event is set from 1 to 5 p.m. Friday at 3905 St. Antoine Street. The event is co-sponsored by a partnership between the CWA and Microsoft, which came out of a labor agreement in June. Both groups believe Internet services are essential, and they promote digital equity, inclusion, and affordability. DeAndre Davis, vice president of the CWA Local 4100 in Detroit, says they are joining with other community agencies to get people connected. We've partnered up with the Detroit Housing Commission. Detroit Housing Commission is already doing events every Friday where they're providing all kinds of services for the residents. We'll have volunteers out signing people up for affordable connectivity right there on the spot. He says the organizations are also partnering with the nonprofit Everyone On, which will be on site to help folks sign up for the affordable connectivity program. Qualified residents can also sign up for the program at affordable.connectivity.gov. I'm Mark Richardson for Michigan News Connection. Find our eight trust indicators for transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. Deaf people say they sometimes feel like they're living on a different planet from those who can hear, but when both learn to use American Sign Language, it can open up a new world of communication. In Detroit, Wayne State University's taking notice. The school's College of Education recently included a Deaf Studies minor in its curriculum, and the classes are filling up. As the program grows, the school is actively recruiting people who are deaf or hard of hearing as teachers. 
Catherine Roberts, Interim Assistant Dean of Teacher Education, says it wouldn't make much sense to teach ASL without instructors from the deaf culture. It was really important to our division that we had people from the deaf community working with us because deaf culture is a huge piece of what we wanted to be teaching. In education programs, particularly Wayne State's education program, we have a huge focus on the community. Roberts adds there are an estimated 400,000 deaf people in Michigan, which means the program potentially affects one out of every 20 people in the state. She says the college offered eight sections in ASL this past semester and expects the program to expand as demand increases. Robert says one of the first instructors they recruited was Emily Jo Nochesi as an assistant professor of bilingual and bicultural education. Nochesi, who is fourth generation deaf, not only teaches ASL, but has helped identify and hire five part-time ASL instructors. Nochesi, who spoke in sign language through an interpreter, says there's value in communicating with those who cannot hear. Anybody that's working in a business, somebody who might own a business or a company, they are guaranteed to have a deaf person that might want to come in and work for them. They learn sign language that could benefit the rapport between them and that client because they will be able to communicate with them. Now, Chasey says part of learning ASL is understanding the ways of the deaf culture in that they sometimes express themselves in ways that are very different from the hearing population. We are very blunt and direct. That's a cultural norm of deaf people. There's no wishy-washy. There's no sensitivity beating around the bush around a certain topic that we might care about. So hearing people sometimes are a little bit thrown off about that. I'm Mark Richardson for Michigan News Connection. Find our eight trust indicators for transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. The Chosen Season 3 trailer soars to number one on YouTube. This is Truth Itself. The trailer launched on Monday and quickly rose to number one on YouTube's trending list, with nearly one million views in its first 24 hours. The response caused director Dallas Jenkins to post on his Facebook page, Whoa! The trailer reveals multiple scenes from the new season, including Jesus preaching the Sermon on the Mount and feeding the 5,000. The first two episodes from the series debut in theaters on November 18th before transitioning to the chosen app in December. The series is free to watch on the app. Scheduled for seven seasons, the series tells the story of Jesus and the disciples. It is crowdfunded and has been viewed by an estimated 94.8 million people worldwide. Giovanni Cairo, who plays Thaddeus, told Christian Headlines, The stakes are a lot higher this season, and the disciples are faced with a lot of obstacles they were not faced with before while following Jesus that we really get into in season three. The runtime of the November 18th film is two hours and four minutes, according to The Chosen website. It will be in roughly 1,525 theaters. Last year, the holiday-themed Christmas with The Chosen grossed more than $14 million during its run, a record for its distributor, Fathom, and also broke the Fathom record for out-of-the-gate ticket sales for the first 12 hours. Groups of 25 or more can purchase tickets for the new Chosen movie now. Individual tickets go on sale on October 25th. Timothy Kroll from the Helios Projects says we've been called to train 3,000 untrained pastors around the world who have absolutely no Bible or theology training due to the fact they can't afford it. He said so far, we have less than 1,000 still waiting for training this year. Pray that we reach this goal. At trainapastor.com, $150 trains three pastors. That's trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country.
With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking ahead to this week's Davos in the Desert meeting, an investment conference being hosted by Saudi Arabia. In a fresh indication of tensions between Riyadh and Washington, no US officials have been invited to the conference, although after the Saudis infuriated the White House earlier this month by curbing, not boosting, oil production, it's possible there would have been a US boycott anyway. The Future Investment Initiative begins on Tuesday. Analyst Bob McMahon is with the New York-based Council on Foreign Relations. So it's taking place in Saudi Arabia. There was a question about whether U.S. business titans would be going. Many of them are, including J.P. Morgan Chase's CEO, Jamie Dimon. Something like 6,000 international delegates, 500 international speakers. It's on a Davos-type scale. Saudi Arabia wants to be seen as this country and this partner with the titans of the day in terms of thinking boldly about the future. There's all sorts of ironies here, Jim, but it is a conference worth watching. And also the fact that there are no official U.S. invitees. Saudis say they don't want this to be soiled with politics. They want it to be about the big, bold discussions that the Future Investment Initiative is supposed to be about. It was four years ago that most senior Western business figures boycotted Davos in the desert over the murder and dismemberment of Saudi-American journalist Jamal Khashoggi. But he is now all but forgotten by those business leaders trekking to Riyadh. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. When the time seems so hard to believe When the faith seems so lost and out of reach When I feel I can't go on and I cannot see It's when I need you, God, rescue me Cause God, I'm hungry
Salvation Army will begin Christmas assistance for the year 2022 in a few short weeks. Here is the need to know about that. All applicants will need to be done online. The applications will open October 21st through November 4th. And these are for those households with children under 14 Applications will not be accepted after November 4th. Watch your emails for updates and reminders regarding applications pickup date and time. Qualified families may be chosen for adoption once per lifetime. Each household not chosen for adoption will receive a toy for the top voucher, a red room basket, and a grocery gift card. The Salvation Army and Toys for Tots require a current photo ID for pickup. You can apply at www.saangeltree.org. Some of the required documents that you will need to upload will be a current government-issued photo ID for anyone over 14 in the household, proof of address that was mailed in the last 30 days, proof of all income, and a birth certificate for children ages 14 and under. If you need any assistance upon documents or applications, you can contact Elkhart Salvation Army at 574-970-0088. Take care. Don't ever. Do you ever feel like you're low and your self-esteem is pretty low? Sometimes we feel like we're inadequate. But repeat after me this pod affirmations. To help out, I am powerful. I am courageous. I am made in the image of God. I am magnificent. I am unique. I am amazing. It should not matter what others think of you. It only matters what God thinks of you. God made each and every one of us in the image he wanted us to be. We're all different colors. We're all different nationalities, different origins. We all have different talents. But we come to plate each other well. As you go throughout this day and this week, take time to thank God for who you are. Who you are. You are powerful. You are a warrior 
and training. You can be a doctor, you can be a nurse, you can be whatever you want to be. You could go to college at 40 years old. If God's calling you to go to college at 40, you go ahead and you go to college at 40 years old. 40 years old. Nothing should be stopping you from doing that. Sometimes we come up with excuses. And yes, there is times in our life where we cannot complete our goals because of choices we've made in the past. But remember, God loves you. And he is there with you every step of the way. Heavenly Father, please be with everyone who is listening, wherever they're listening in on, wherever country, wherever state. We know that sometimes we feel that we are not, we are unqualified to do your job. Sometimes we feel unqualified because we're not the gorgeous or handsome person in the world. But you look on the inside where the world looks on the outside appearances. That's not who we are. Give us the strength to know that you love us. Give us strength to look beyond our insecurities and become the vessel that you were called us to be. In these names I pray. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Father, Son,